0: Welcome again. Thanks for joining me. I've got uh, something that has been on my mind and on my heart for some time now. Uh, I want to speak to so many of us that that are facing uh, just innumerable, it seems, and unmentionable uh, challenges during our days. Of course, right now, everything is COVID, right? But you know beyond covid before covid and after covid there will be life's troubles and trials and sorrows and challenges and and uh, somehow in the humanity that we have uh we seem to have a an inclination a bent toward somehow and for some reason focusing on our problems uh and uh sometimes rightfully so because they can really be overwhelming to us can be tremendous challenges they can be all-encompassing right it almost feels like a cloud of trouble and pain and sorrow many of you that may see this are uh, facing unbelievable things I know in our ministry here uh, at World Challenge uh, we get thousands of letters and emails and things coming in and people just pouring their hearts out and I've been able to read some of those lately and honestly, they're shocking. And after reading so many, uh, you know, it's so easy for me to begin to feel what they feel, you know, an empathy in my heart for them. Um, even though I can't really identify with things, uh, drug addiction, alcoholism, uh, betrayal, uh, infidelity, uh, broken relationships, financial troubles that seem like mountains that nobody could ever climb over. And the list goes on and on. And Uh, Just living life itself uh, is tremendous, and yet so many get their daily uh, bread, if you will, from watching the news or reading reports, watching uh, reality shows that are filled with lies and cheating and murdering and stealing and all manner of depravity over and over again. And my friend, before long, uh, it's not surprising people are into depression, suicide is at an all-time high. Uh, even so many believers are being shaken in their faith and in their walk, feeling God is not with them. People have turned against them. And the question of uh, who am I, what am I here for, and, uh, you know, is it worth it? Uh, so many of these things. I just want to say that that I identify with you to the degree that I can. Yet I want to bring you to a word today that I believe is uh, it's a it, it's a wonderful word and I uh, how I pray that uh, you've got to hear it with more than your natural ears You've got to be able to hear by the Holy Spirit uh, But in first Peter Peter is writing to the church and at this time the church was under s- uh, An unbelievable level of persecution and you know when troubles come and trials come uh, We can either grow or we become bitter we grow better or we grow bitter And and, uh, sinner or Christian alone, uh, uh, these are the same for each of us. The opportunity is there, but but it's our response to crisis. It's our response. It's not what crisis does to us. It's what our response is to crisis that determines whether we grow uh, better or we grow bitter. And uh, Peter is writing to them and, and trying to encourage believers, like I'm trying to encourage you today, to conduct themselves... Uh, courageously um, to admit and to recognize the pain and the suffering and all of that, but also to equally recognize and admit that there is a a hope. There is an undergirding power uh, and authority of God for every uh, believer. And and believers, I want to say to you today, especially, you've got what the sinner doesn't have. Do you realize that? So if I were trying to title this today something, I I would ask a question, just how blessed are you? And many of you now are thinking I've lost my mind because I've spent three or four minutes talking about how many troubles and trials and darkness. But my friends, those are the situations of life, but there is something that is equally true and in fact is a far surpassing truth to us. And that is that every person whose life is hid with God in Christ amen, we are blessed. I'm not talking about a foolishness. I'm not talking about the the, uh, extremes of faith movements and things like that. Praise God, I believe in faith movement. I believe to move in faith. And I believe we have to declare what God has said. And Peter is writing them, and he's wanting them to know that even in the midst of their troubles and their trials, the darkest hour is right before the sun comes up. And he wants them to know that they have been born again to a living hope. Uh, and in that, they are to respond to every situation in life, very similar to the way Christ did himself. And so, I want us to look in First uh, Peter chapter 1, uh, starting in verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ... according to His abundant mercy. Did you know the mercy of God is abundant to you today? And He has begotten us, or He's born us again, to a living hope. Hope is an expectation of God's good to come to us. No matter how deep, no matter how dark, no matter how long, we have a living hope and we've been born again unto that through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. In fact, think of it. Christ was dead. The power of God through the Holy Spirit raised him. Now, friend, you, you're you not dead if you're listening to this. You know, you're, It may be deep. It may be dark. It may be overwhelming. But praise God, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you and will quicken your mortal body. This is what the Bible says to us. So blessed be the God of his abundant mercies. Uh, Born us again into a living hope through the resurrection, verse 4, to an inheritance, incorruptible, undefiled, and doesn't fade away. My friend, you've been given an inheritance. How blessed are we today? We've been blessed with an inheritance. An inheritance is something a father leaves for a child. And that uh, inheritance is guaranteed Uh, By who he is and by his uh, goods. Heavenly Father has borne us again into a living hope to where we have an inheritance. Uh, Yes, ultimately it's reserved in heaven. But verse 5 says, who are kept now by the power of God through faith for salvation. And that salvation is here today. Some people are waiting for the sweet by-and-by. They're saying, uh, you know, uh, come come quickly, Lord Jesus. And we say amen to that. But friends, we've got to live today. This says that we're kept, verse 5, by the power of God through our faith for salvation. You today, my friend, need to be reminded of that. All right? Are you hearing this? How blessed are you? You're so blessed that he's kept you by the power of God. Through faith for salvation. Verse 6. In this you greatly rejoice. In what? In the fact that you've been born again. In fact that uh, uh, Jesus Christ has given you mercy and abundant mercy. to, To know that there is the power of God that raised Christ from the dead. He dwells with you. He dwells in you. Yes, He's there in the darkness. He's there in the pit. He's there in the unknown. He's there in the scary. He's there in the anger. But our response to those things need not to be fleshly and carnal responses to life's challenges. Why? Because the power of God dwells in you through the Holy Spirit. Abundant mercy, a living hope, a salvation that has been kept by the power of God. Right now, you may not feel it. Body, soul, and spirit, we may not feel it. Our emotions, we may not feel it. But the reality is greater than them, than the emotions. Say to yourself today, I have been born again. I have a living hope. Say today in the midst of your challenges, Jesus Christ was resurrected and I'm going to be resurrected out of this situation. Say to yourself today, God has given me an inheritance. It's mine and no devil, no circumstance can take it from me. You say, well, I don't feel like it. Christians have hurt me. I've been disappointed at the church. The pastor is this. My friends, you've got to lay all that aside. Again, it's not what happens to you. It's how you respond to it. Respond today and say, I have a salvation reserved in heaven. I have a salvation that has been kept by the power of God. And in this, you greatly rejoice. Uh, it seems counterproductive, doesn't it? It seems almost lunatic. to to say you're in the deepest despair and darkest dungeon of your time and you want me to rejoice? Uh, Yes. Not because I say so. It's not that you've got to have some mental assent that you say, well, I'm not really hurting. I'm not really in this. Uh, No, you really are. But you also are being kept by the power of God. And in this you rejoice. You rejoice in this. Uh, Though now for a little while, if need be, you've been grieved. And I know you've got grief. Loved ones have uh, passed away. Uh, dreams have come crashing down. Children that you've uh, given to all your life now have turned against you. The, the list goes on and on. But the Bible says, are you going to believe what you feel over the word of God? Are you going to let circumstances dictate to you the quality of life when God says here that you've been blessed with every spiritual blessing? Huh? And he says, uh, even though now for a little while, if need be, you've been grieved that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes may be tested by fire, but it's going to be found to the praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Amen. You're put to the test, but the test is to prove to you. God already knows your faith. He knows the quality. The Bible says that faith is a gift of God. It's not of works of man, lest any man should boast. He's given you that gift, the ability to believe. And right now, in your darkest time, you can either say, look how cursed I am. Look how my life is undone. And it looks like that, and it feels like that, and there's some realities to that. But did you know that you can step up and say, I'm going to react by rejoicing, I'm going to react by recounting the blessings of God that are uh, spoken here in 1 Peter chapter 1. And the more you say these things, you see in the Bible, there's a law that we get what we speak. The power of life and death is in the tongue. If we go around and all we do day after day is saying, who hurt us? What has failed? My life is this. My life is that. And everything is negative, negative, negative. My friends, no wonder you stay in a negative state. No wonder people maybe don't want to be around you. I understand uh, times when we're hurting, we want people, and then times we don't, because they can't suffice. But I'm saying to you today that the Spirit of God is inside of you. He's he's calling you this to your attention, to my attention, that we know that we've been born again to a living hope, and that the genuineness of our faith, why? Because Jesus said when he returns, faith is going to be a rare commodity. Now, will he find any? On earth, who have faith? Uh, we only the faithful uh, will be found, and faith doesn't start then; it starts now. So, in wherever you are today, you can say, "Look how cursed I am," or you can say, "Power of life and death, I am blessed. I'm blessed." And you you recount these blessings. Now, uh, in closing on this, I want to just have you go over to Second Peter, chapter one. Same thing, Peter is still writing to people who are needing to pay close attention to their lives, not, not speak and, and, and get into negativity and into depression and into delusion, but rather to speak the word of God and be diligent in pursuing the things of God. He says grace and peace in verse 2 be multiplied to you in the, in the knowing of God and Jesus our Lord, grace and peace to you that's what God is speaking to you grace the power of God for you to be able to live for God in the midst of your troubles in your trials and peace not like the world gives not that you are feeling peace per se but a sense of peace a knowing of peace uh, that Jesus says I give to you my peace not that the world gives uh, verse 3 as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowing of him who called us by the glory and virtue, by which we uh, have been given to us exceedingly great. (laughs) I like this part, great and precious promises, that through these, through these great and precious promises, uh, you've been made partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. My friends, just how blessed are you? you are super duper blessed <laughs> I want to bring that word to you I want you to know grace and peace I want you to know that knowing God can be found in the midst of your darkest storm I want you to know that uh, it, you say well I need this well it is included he's given all things that pertain to life everything pertains to your life God knows the father knows what you have need of even before you pray The Father is looking from heaven now, ready and willing to pour out upon you blessings that you cannot contain. This is God's word to us. Yes, dark. Yes, troublesome. Yes, your feelings are magnified and super sensitive. And you you feel overwhelmed. You feel boxed in. You feel cornered. And yet in the midst of that, the blessing of God is speaking you right now from his holy word, saying, I've birthed you to a living hope. I've given you grace and mercy. I've given you power and peace and anything that you need in life. Call upon me, the Lord says, call upon me in all of your troubles and I'll deliver you from them. Maybe not in a moment, maybe not in a day, a week or a month, sometimes not even a year. You say, well, how fair is that? It's as fair as God needs to be because his word doesn't lie. If he says I'll deliver you, he'll deliver you. And ours is to believe that his divine power has given us all things that we need for life, but also godliness. Some of you are saying, I want to pray, but I just don't feel like it. I've tried to read the Bible, but it's like reading a foreign language. I'm just not getting anything out of it. You say, I try to listen to TV preachers, and they uh, lead me astray, or I don't understand. and You know, it just seem like you're not making a divine connection. I want you to know that God said part of His blessings to you is that He's given you great and precious promises. That He'll never leave you, never forsake you. He says, draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. He says, you love me because I loved you first. Are you hearing these great and precious promises? Those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You need to be saved? Let your mouth speak a positive things that God has spoken in His Word. You say, I'm blessed. You say, I'm not cursed. You say, I have divine power. You say that through knowing Christ, I, I can efface uh, any troubles and trials. Uh, I may suffer. I may suffer even some degree of loss, but this I know His great and precious promises mean that the living Christ is in me. I've been made partakers of his divine nature. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me, the glory and the lifter of my head. Christ in me that reminds me even today to look to the mountains, look to the high places. Don't always live with the valley mentality. You may be in the valley today, but every valley comes out going up the mountain. Amen. And and uh, and you've escaped the corruption, the defilement. There is an escape. Uh, there's nothing, no temptation taking you today, my friend, that has not been experienced by someone. And it says that God always makes a way of escape. Always makes a God has got a way out for you today. And uh, I've just come along the best that I can from these verses to say to you, how blessed are you? You're super-duper blessed. <laughs> yeah, not, We're not talking about uh, perversions of blessings. We're not talking about the extremities. We're talking about the clear, clean, pure, solid Word of God. How blessed are you? You're blessed with all spiritual blessings. And I pray that the Holy Spirit speak this to your spirit. You've got to hear it more than the ear, more than the eye. You've got to hear it in your spirit. Spirit bearing witness to your spirit that you are the son and the daughter of God. He's not forgotten you. He's not given you over. Uh, And whatever place of darkness, of trial, suffering, persecution you're in, in the midst of that, inside of you, you can still have righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's my prayer for you today. And I pray that the Lord keep you and bless you until we meet again.